0: On this Pete and Kimber podcast, we'll scratch up some of the best bits of the show. Scratch up your share of $9 million with Monopoly Scratch and Win. It's back at your nearest Lottery West retailer. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858. This is the Pete and Kimber podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Le Le Podcast.
2: Le Podcast.
0: Le
1: Podcast. Le Podcast. Le Podcast. Le Podcast. Le Podcast.
0: It sound like my friends when we went to Montreal <laughs> and we were on tour and everywhere that we rode our bikes, they were passing everybody just going, bonjour, bonjour, <laughs> and then it just got ridiculous. They were riding around just yelling out, baguette, fromage. Do you think people um, from
1: overseas, when they come here, mm-hmm. are then going back and casually having the conversation of, do you remember when we went to Australia and we're just casually walking around going, g'day. G'day. Snakes, spiders, uh, shrimp, shrimp on the barbie. Probably. <laughs> Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Um, you've got something for the podcast today.
0: Oh, look, I just found this show really funny. Found this little segment on Reddit, this little snippet of a French TV show. Funny you mention it. Mm. French. French. Uh, French TV show. They invited people with unusual laughs. I've seen this. This is brilliant, this (laughs) show. I love this show. They invited them to just sit next to each other on stage and they just started giggling. Now, the thing is that it started off a contagious laughter from everybody there. And because their laughs are so unusual, it just kicked off. Now, So you're going to hear basically a cacophony of laughter. But when you try to isolate each laugh... They're really weird. (laughs)
1: All right, let's have a listen.
0: It sounds like an animal of some sort. It does. It sounds like some sort of geese or something with something stuck in its throat. It's that's brilliant. I want to isolate that laugh on its own. I don't know how because it's just a mess in there, isn't it? (laughs) 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 The person who's just screaming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want it because
1: I haven't seen. I've seen other versions of this, right? But I haven't seen this one. I want to see what that guy's
0: face, that that one, what this guy's face looks like oh, when he's going. It's predominantly women. It's predominantly women. That's her with the laugh that's sucking in going. Gah, 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 gah. No. It's so funny. Wow. I just, but I love that feeling though, that when other people are laughing, I just can't help but yeah, laugh. Yeah, it's yeah. so enjoyable. Yep. I don't know how many people were hearing that in the car then. There would have been a bunch who were laughing along because they couldn't help it. Absolutely. And a bunch who went, this noise has to go and then no longer listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so uh,
1: podcast for today. What's happening? What's coming up? Oh,
0: oh. Well, we've got Ant Middleton, uh, the chief instructor on Channel 7's SAS Australia, known as a tough guy,
1: mm.
0: um, but a sweetheart to us.
1: He's beautiful. He's a beautiful man.
0: And he came in and we played a joke on Pete. Yeah. It went great.
1: I'm still suffering. I just need you to know that I'm still suffering from that joke.
0: Yeah, you're never going to trust us again, but that's fine.
1: Um, we had different opinions about the Indian model that faked her own death. She faked her own death. I mean, when you say it like that, <laughs> when you say
0: it like... Uh, uh-huh. Uh, we played yay or nay.
1: Yeah, we found some things out about Kimber
0: today in the yay or nay. It was very I don't think that that's the bit we need to focus on. Why? What other bit? There was other things in there that were not just about me. I
1: was just... It's not that I think it's gratuitous or anything like that. I just thought, okay, well, that's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, should you keep or delete photos of your ex partners? Thanks for your calls, mix fam, on this. Uh some interesting opinions, but also you'll get the full story.
0: Got some text messages from people, by the way. Mm. We, don't, we don't talk about this mm. until like now. On the text line, there were a few people who were like, This is absolute. I have to have them delete their photos, otherwise I'm not in a relationship with them type people. Yeah, right. That is an absolute deal breaker yeah. for some if you have any photos of your ex. It's hackers. As-
1: I, I think don't it's really get
0: that. I don't get it. Like, you, they're just memories, right? They're just times of your life where you were with someone else.
1: Well, clearly to some people they mean more. Um, and speaking of photos, our instant couple, the two singles who, uh, we've only got a week left. Today's the Wednesday, the 7th of February. Um, we had a week left to make them fall in love by Valentine's Day. We sent them on a photo shoot. And yeah. you're going to hear what happened on the photo shoot. I think the photo shoot went well. You be the judge. Take a listen. Here's a podcast. The Pete and Kimber Podcast. Ant Middleton from SAS Australia. He's in town for his speaking tour. Fear Bubble. Your life, your time. It happened in
3: Perth on Monday, and he's been hanging around in Perth ever since. Nice to have you here, mate. Listen, it's good to be in studio. Normally I'm talking to you via... Um, a phone or um, somewhere across the world. So really good to be in studio. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it's great to have you. And can I just say, so last night went to the Channel 7 launch to see all the things that are coming up this year. Obviously, SAS Australia, one of those things. And, Ant, I got to leave with one of your new book. There you go. The Wall. She got one for me too, Ant. Look at that. Look at (laughs) at that. You're being spoiled. Can I say... This, your book is surprising and I mean no disrespect by this, but I must admit when I saw that you'd written the book and I saw oh, the wall, I thought, oh, okay, this is going to be a book about, you know, just kind of get out, get out of here, get, up, get, get out, out, out of your head, get yeah. up and do it, right? Another one of the but, many
1: self-help books that we've got on the, the collecting dust on the shelf.
0: Sure. Right? But the chapters, th- I find them really interesting because I really think you've covered off some things that people wouldn't think about. Like chapter two, you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people. Right? Like things that you don't consider. Chapter 11, you're struggling to cope with loss. Like these are things that I think come up in your life. You don't know when you're going to hit a wall, it just happens. And I wrote that book before
3: the pandemic, or, you know, when I was in the midst of, you know, being sort of up there in the UK and everything was going, and just write another book. Your books are doing so well. And then the pandemic hit, and I thought to myself, I'm going to restructure this book. Because a lot of things happened during the pandemic and I actually released the book after um, the first couple of lockdowns and I'd completely rewrote the book because the first one was probably the one that you'd (laughs) you'd pick up and you go, ah, here we go. And I'm just like, actually, there's so much. Let's keep it current. Let's keep it, you know, to date. Let's keep it up to date. And uh, so actually the pandemic was the was the reason why I rewrote most of the chapters these chapters, like you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people, do they come from personal experience for you? Everything that I write that I do comes from personal experience, trial and error, getting things wrong, getting things right. I was just going to say, it's so surreal sitting across
1: from you with those deep blue eyes staring back at me like this, Um, talking to me like this, because we know you, I'm sure you get this all the time. You're, You're so lovely. Like,
0: you're just you're such
1: a nice guy. When I'm used to I seeing like to you on, I am, on yeah. SAS Australia mm. tearing people to pieces. I don't know that SAS
0: Australia people feel the same <laughs> way. No, they
3: don't. They don't. When uh, Especially when the recruits meet me after, you know, because what I do. Um, and what's really important to recognise is I don't jump into character when I do the show. I go back into a mindset. Yeah. I almost go back into when I was in the military, when I was instructing, when I was on operations. You know, the severity of it, the 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 pressure cooker, the, the stress, the anxiety, how to cope with that ultimately in such a um, sort of isolated situations. And that's what the course is about. I get back into that headspace. Um there's no joking around there's no you know laughing around. It's a case of right. Could you stand by my side on the battlefield?
1: Yeah, you got five kids, right? I feel like you've hacked parenting with this book where you could literally just give the kids the
3: book. the chapter fifteen.
1: You think you know everything already.
3: Oh, I did say that I didn't want to talk about my children.
1: Oh, sorry, I didn't know that.
0: is it sorry.
1: Sorry, I Is had that... no idea. I had, I wasn't told that uh, before, but that's okay. Well, um... are
0: you, are you okay to continue? Are you... sorry?
3: Ah, I'm just oh messing with. <laughs> oh
2: Nailed God. it! Nailed it! <laughs> oh, you guys, so much.
3: I hate you. So- that to me! I really like this man. I don't want to disrespect him. I hate you guys. Oh
0: no! <laughs> oh my god, and you did such a good job. It was so good. So I, I feel s- so bad, I genuinely <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> When we said Aunt Middleton is coming in, Pete panicked because Pete <laughs> thought that meant we were gonna you were gonna make him do some sort of push-up challenge <laughs> or something, and we assured him. We assured him <laughs> though this was a straight interview. <laughs> I, you did that so well. I'm so sorry. He's oh, a so legend. So sorry. That eyes, was brilliant. Uh, and do you know what was wonderful eyes. is before Ant even said anything, he started looking around the producers as if something really terrible had happened. Like the acting of that was <laughs> excellent. There you go. I'm going to get into film next. <laughs> I'm getting into film
3: now. I, I that
0: goosebumps. Like I <laughs> sorry,
1: just got man. a, li- I got a little taste of what they get on SAS Australia just <laughs> then, and you don't want it. I'm telling you, you don't want
0: it. Pete. Um, yeah. You were really annoying on air yesterday, and you annoyed our producers, and last night at this function, Rami and Kerry were like, what can we do to get back at Pete? Yeah. That, that was you.
1: And you think getting... this is going to make me stop? <laughs> right. Now
3: it's just encouraged him exactly. even more. Right. I love it, Pete. You I'm, go for it. No. I'm all
1: about this book, smashing myself <laughs> down. I have no doubt about what I want to do to you two people.
3: I'm lost for words. Aunt Middleton, um, what a pleasure, mate. No, Pete, honestly, absolute pleasure, guys. Really good to come in. Really good to see you in person. And listen, next time, I'll be kinder. I Thanks,
1: mate. Apologize. I have PTSD. Every time you come in, something <laughs> happens to me. So.
2: <laughs> the news that's coming in at the moment is that Poonam Pandey, in fact, is alive.
1: Oh, thank God. Poonam Pandey is alive. Poonam oh Pandey,
0: Pandey yep. I don't know if you've been following her career. Um, she's an Indian model and Bollywood... Erotic actress. Erotic actress. I think she's done a bit of everything. Of course I've been following her career. <laughs> uh, she's got 1.3 million followers. Mm. Um, and it was quite awful because um, during the weekend, like over the weekend, she died. And I know I've delivered that with not a lot of empathy.
1: Yeah, no, not a lot. Clearly, there you a, weren't invested
0: in the career. I wasn't. I wasn't. There was a post on her socials that said, this morning is a tough one for us. Deeply saddened to inform you that we have lost our beloved Punam to cervical cancer. Oh. Every living form that ever came in contact with her was met with pure love and kindness, and in this time of grief, we would request for privacy while we remember her fondly for all that we shared. And... It was all over the news. Everyone was like, I can't believe she died. A lot of people were very shocked because they were like, she looks so healthy. They'd not announced that she had cervical cancer, but it was going everywhere. Very tragic news. It's coming early this morning. Social media star Poonam Pandey is no more. Oh, goodness. That woman said she's no more. No Surely more. that is not as bad as what I just said, <laughs> that she died. She is no more. She is no more. Um, but it turns out, she's alive because after she let the world think that she was dead for long enough, whatever she thought was suitable, she came back on and made a post. I'm alive. I didn't die because of cervical cancer. Unfortunately, I cannot say that about those hundreds and thousands of women who have lost their lives because of cervical cancer. I'm here to tell you that, unlike other cancers, Cervical cancer is preventable.
1: Did we add that music or was that music in her
0: own video? It was in her video. The uplifting (laughs) of just risen from the dead. She's alive. I mean, like, jeez. The thing is, she's got a valid point, right? A lot of people die from cervical cancer. You need to go and get checked. But here is my message to you I have come on air every year. Over and over saying, I'm due for my cervical screening right now. I've got my appointment next week because I went through this situation. I had to go and have a surgery. I had to remove it. And I've openly come on air and many times said, go and get yourself checked. Yep. It will save your life. Yes. You don't have to fake a death. <laughs> she faked a death. No no one's going to trust her ever again. I think it's, it's ridiculous. a great
1: idea. I think she's done an absolute wonder for people to get an update about cervical cancer. It is a
0: shameful she has, act.
1: Listen, she has made the news. She has like made the news. She's broken the internet. All of her followers are talking about it. We here, like in Australia, this tiny, tiny little country at the bottom of the map, so far removed from India, mm-hmm. are talking about it and are talking about cervical cancer. I think she's done an incredible job.
0: I don't believe anything she says now. Not a thing.
1: I'm sorry, but you knew her well enough to believe everything she said before. Well, I'm... She's a TikTok influencer. Yeah, we should try true. it on this show. I and mean, then you say every year. Every year you say you you have your you know moment about getting your annual screening yeah. and stuff like that. And I think it's a great idea. Go and get checked. But it would have more impact if we came back next and said, Kimba's dead.
0: You can't do that. And this then is tomorrow
1: the whole... revealed, no, no, you're
0: okay. Right. You're all good. I really hope nothing happens to me in the next few days because otherwise no-one's going to believe. Oh, my God. What if my demise is soon? Oh, God, don't say that. No-one's going to trust us. Don't say that. Don't say that. Okay, well, then touch wood. You bought this in. This is the problem. Everybody touch wood. Touch wood now. (laughs) Pete and Kimbers, yay or nay? Rami's here. Hi, Producer Rami. I'll just put your mic on for you.
2: Thanks, Pete. You're on fire today. Good morning. Yeah, but I'm on fire in a a bad way. Three topics and three seconds to make up your mind on each topic. Are we we ready, Kimba?
0: Yes. Rami, I'm ready. I'm
2: glad you two are. First one, going to the strippers. Three, two, one. Nay. Nay. This confused my brain a little bit because I thought I way around. I thought Kimber would say nay and Pete would say yay. I'll oh, play nay for you. Kimber is the most sex positive person in this studio. That's true. Actually,
0: I don't. Yeah, I got no issue going. I don't particularly enjoy going to male strippers. Mm. Female strippers, cool. Male strippers, there's something I don't know. What What is it about male because strippers? I, okay, because I do think that women are naturally sexy, and I think that male strippers try. They try too hard and there is nothing more awkward than a dude trying to be sexy. It's like, now, you're naturally sexy. Sure, men, there's plenty of you naturally sexy. But when they're trying, it feels weird. How would a guy go about it to not be trying? Asking for a friend.
1: <laughs> 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 um, I'm a, I'm a nay, not because I've got anything against it, but because like I just don't, I just can't go anymore. Like I can't, I can't go. Why can't you go? Ah, oh, kids and responsibilities and oh, obligations Liz and wife. And, and, no, no, she'd trust me implicitly. In okay. fact, she'd probably be like, you know what? It's Friday night. Where are we go. go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Please go. Please leave me alone. It's like I'm not going there for date night or
2: anything. But right. like I'm not opposed to it. There you go. All right, second one. Using an umbrella in the
0: sun. Three, two, one. Yay! And I'll tell you why we're both so pro on this. Why? Because. We went and did a photo shoot last week for oh, HBF. Yeah, that's right. We were trying on their new snazzy t-shirts and uh, getting ready for the run and we had to go do the shoot on like a 40 degree day and Shani at work here gave us an umbrella before we left and Pete and I sang the praises of this umbrella mm. the entire way from the car. It's now a game would, changer.
2: Would you do that walking in the streets though?
0: Now I would, now that yeah. I know how effective it is. Yeah. Yes. And I'm
2: fine. I'm like, I'm all for it for, you know, people
1: who, especially like pale people. Um, like me. Like my dear friend, Kimber, who's... What would, what would you, if you were a Dulux coloured chart, would, they, would it be Casper White? Wartime no, no, White? No, no. What I'm, would it be? I'm
0: wartime white. Wartime White. <laughs> enough where you just like, you haven't had enough nutrition and you look a bit ill. And my partner, James, is paperback whiter. That's right. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> They're side by side at Bunnings.
1: Right? Um, no, I'm all for it. The only thing that I hate is when you go to the beach and they've got those giant... Parasols. The giant, giant
0: ones. A parasol. A parasol. A, a parasol. parasol. He's added lace. <laughs> 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 so, I got and a oldie you know. know.
1: <laughs> God. So I
2: thought we were in drama. Here. And a final one. Yes. This one is a bit controversial, so I might give you four seconds on this one. Ooh. The Kardashians. Four.
0: Three. Two one. Yay?
2: Yay. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yay, because. I don't know. If you can make a career and a living out of doing absolutely nothing... Agreed. ...knock yourselves out. Yeah. I think everyone else who adores them and pays them are probably the fools.
2: Yeah, to so us. We were so
0: fed. I'm sort of like, do you know what I mean? Like that's that's It's not their issue. I don't
1: care. Nay, not because I've got anything against them. And I'm all for what you said, right? I've just never really been interested. I've never quite understood why what people why they get so sucked in and invested in the
2: shows and all of that sort of stuff. I just don't get it. my mind, a billion-dollar empire or multi-billion-dollar empire now from, as Kimber said, basically nothing. Yeah. Well,
1: Well, well, it wasn't basically nothing, though, when you think about it. The parents were rich and famous, and then she (laughs) had the opportunity to go... Oh, my God, I'm adding the fact that I absolutely love the show and I've seen so much of um, it. Also, so. That's okay.
0: We've well, all made no, a sex tape. Some of us one... just didn't
2: make it rich from it. Well, we're about to <laughs> find out. No, don't out. you move on from this. Hang on a
1: second. <laughs> Excuse me. Wait. Sorry. God,
2: mum and dad fighting again. <laughs> no, no, we're
1: not fighting. I'm genuinely interested in what you just said. Did you just miss that? Get yeah, out. I did.
2: <laughs> Kourtney Kardashian's coming to Perth. Uh, In the next 24 hours. So that's why. Really? Yes. What for? Because she's married to Travis Barker from Blink 182. So they're both, she's tagging along. I had no idea. There you go. We should watch that show.
1: Speaking of having no idea
0: about things, tell me more about this sex tape that you're talking (laughs) about. If you don't watch maths, I know why. And if you do watch maths, I know why. Right? We're all in the same boat. Mm. (laughs) Okay? Watch it or not. Uh, It's a train wreck most of the time. Last night, something interesting came up, though, because they thought as a bit of a trust exercise. The producers said to the couples, we want you to go through each other's phones. This next task will test your ability to trust each other. You must reveal your latest correspondence on the device you use most, your phone. We need to get our phones out. Yeah, we've got to get our phones out and oh, share. Okay. So I go, go through texts yeah, and stuff. We'll
2: go through texts.
1: Yeah, just
0: your last correspondence.
1: I mean, great for television. What a horrendous idea for a fresh couple.
0: It was pretty amazing. I mean, one of the girls openly admitted and said, Oh, I deleted everything off my phone before I came in. I expected that this kind of gear could happen and I got rid of everything. Clever or premeditated?
1: I think. What do you think? Like, you know, you're going, okay, that's fair enough because it- you're doing this and you've got a past, but also.
0: It didn't what, seem malicious. What don't, what don't you want me to see? No, she was just sort of going, I've got a new life now. If I'm coming on with a new husband, I've got rid of all the photos of my ex and all of that. Yeah, okay. And it was oh. interesting to see what people did because as soon as they got the phone, some of them were like, oh, I don't know if I want to look at this. Others were like straight to the texts and others really? went straight to the photos.
1: I don't know if I'd want to know. I don't know if I'd be comfortable going through somebody else's phone.
0: I know. I'm pretty open. Like, James and I know each other's passcodes and stuff. We don't care. Yeah. We don't, we don't look at each other's phones. We're That's not, one thing, though. Like, a
1: stranger, though. Like, you don't even put you out of a challenge like that. and Like, if you gave me your phone and said, here, you can go through my photos, I just don't think I'd do it.
0: Yeah, right. I'd never give you my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can tell what people get up to in their lives. If you say, can I look at your phone? And they hand it to you openly rather than just going, no, you can only see this one photo and I'm holding it in place. <laughs> You've got kids. They could grab your phone at any time. I know there's nothing fun on your phone. <laughs> but, I, but the thing that found, I found really interesting is when they started looking through the photos, when it came to Jack and his wife, Tori, Tori sees photos that Jack has kept of his previous proposal to his ex. Why are you holding on to that photo? Okay, wait. What? Doesn't seem like something you should keep. Benefit of the
1: doubt, did he just forget that they were there in their really old photos? Like, are we scrolling
0: no, back No, she to, didn't like, scroll low, that low, far. Low, really? Nope. Wasn't that far and she just happened to find it. Now, I, I, admittedly, I'd have photos <sighs> of my ex... Oh, my exes, they'd be like, you know, in some like on a hard drive somewhere where you've just done a photo dump from your phone. The next time you buy a new phone and you're uploading stuff, yeah, right? like, yeah, you get yeah. rid of everything. Yeah, they exist probably there, but I like, do you keep photos of exes or should you be deleting them?
1: I don't, not, I don't go out of my way. Well, you know what, I don't go out of my way either, right? Like, I don't. Go out of my way to keep photos of my ex. Yeah. Right? But I also don't go out of my way to actively delete photos. I reckon if I'd come across a photo of my ex, I probably would delete it. Because I look at it and I go, well, I'm happily married man. You've moved uh, on. I've moved on. Why do I need this? I don't need this anymore. But I reckon if you went through my Facebook back in the days when we were we would upload all our photos as albums kids, Yeah. there'd probably be
0: a couple through there somewhere. We're not talking about the days of MySpace, Pete. We're <laughs> <laughs> wanna know? If you should be keeping or deleting photos, should you keep or delete photos of mm. your ex? Because those on Instagram and stuff now, I'm sure it's a thing. Yep. Do you go through and go, why have they still got photos of their ex up there? Are you meant to go through and delete them?
1: I don't know. I don't know what the answer is here. Okay, tell us. Emma in Bassendine, what do you think?
3: Uh, definitely delete.
0: Delete. So even if you had good memories with that person, Emma, and it was like a, a good time in your life, you still think you've got to get rid of them.
3: Well, if you've already moved on to a different partner, I think definitely delete, but if you haven't moved on yet, then I don't see really an issue with it.
1: Well, clearly. I mean, that's a it's a big task though, Emma. Like we've had, what, almost 20 years of social media now. So you would actively go through and go and find all of the photos of your ex-partners and go, i got to get rid of these.
3: Yep, yep, 100%.
0: Wow, and you would expect that from another partner too, I would imagine. Yep. Definitely. Okay. Wow. I can't, yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, I have memories come up on Facebook for, with an ex-boyfriend and I don't care. That was like, they were nice memories. I remember those times. It doesn't mean I'm still interested or that I'm reflective in a romantic way. Yeah. They were just r- memories. I suppose
1: maybe for some people, they see the memories and then they go searching. I don't know. Who knows? Oh. Christy in Queens Rocks. Good morning. You've been in this situation.
0: Yes. I'm, I'm. My husband and I obviously have previous relationships who we had children with. Um, We don't have any children together. So I have photos of my ex-partner with our children when they were born. Oh, of course. Yeah. my husband has photos of his ex-wife with their children when they were born. So in that aspect, I don't think I would never ask him to delete them because that's, you know, a big part in his life, having his children. Yeah. And like myself. So if they're just like photos of them, it's not appropriate just of that person um, but I think in some cases, you know, keeping memories like that is important. Because what do you have to do? Do you have to go through your whole Thailand trip that you took? Or go through, you know, I had this massive trip through Europe with an ex and now I've got to delete all my Europe photos. Like yeah. It just sounds absurd to me. It's a big task. I don't get it.
1: Um, Ray and Wambra, you've got some photos of some exes, but not others. What's the story there?
3: Uh, well, <laughs> yes, it's got to come down to personal transparency. Uh, with the person that you're with at the moment so I've got photos of
0: old girlfriends but the lady I was married to for 16 years I've deleted everything I've heard yeah Bra- uh, hang on that's bad, bad breakup right
2: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Pete and Kimber's instant couple
1: Our instant couple, right? We've got seven days left to make the two singles who've put their hands up and said we're genuinely interested in this make us fall in love by Valentine's. So we've got seven days
0: left. Kimber. I have got, I have so many people asking me about these two. People are invested. They want to know what is going on. So we got two singles together. I think we made a really good match. Mm. I think they look good together. I think they've got chemistry. And it's been about a week or so. We're sending them on a few challenges to get to know each other. Yep. A few dates, things like that. And we were a bit worried after the weekend that they might have lost something.
1: Well, we did say last week, we were like, these guys are burning real bright. Maybe a bit too bright. Yep. Um... Thankfully, we had Dr. Kimber here.
0: <laughs> now I'm a doctor. Uh, relationship I've gone from therapist. a counsellor to a doctor over in just a couple of hours. Who
1: put them over the hot coals and just slowly roasted them about what's going on. You brought them back together. Yep. And then, yes, there was the challenge. We sent them
0: off for a couple's photo shoot after the show. Which you and I weren't there for and we haven't heard anything of. So this is our first time hearing what happened at the photo shoot yesterday.
2: Alright, let's just get a nice little couple photos of you guys together. Am I standing alright? <laughs>
3: of course! Really... All right, you guys are in Venice. You're up, right, I'm in Venice.
2: We're sure you're in right, Venice. You should
0: we actually sit in the gondola?
2: Yes, yeah, actually, here. How about? Hang to let me stop you yeah. there. What's the gondola?
0: It's the boat!
2: Yeah, I know what it's now nice a about. Alright, so you're you're in Venice, you're on a gondola, you're having <laughs> the time of your life. Oh, my goodness,
3: it's amazing. Oh, my god! Wow, look at that beautiful <laughs> view. Oh, wow! You that. guys are looking at two different ways. <laughs> oh, wow, beautiful view. What's over there? What can you see? <laughs> oh, my God, it's people. Look at that, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: All right,
3: you're on a roller coaster. My yeah. head would be stuck like oh this. Oh, my God, hair's going everywhere. <laughs> no, hands up. <laughs> oh my
2: oh my god. God. You're about to do a loop, a loop. Hands up, hands up, hands up. <laughs> Oh my god. And here comes another one, here comes another one. Ah! <laughs> Do you
0: know what would be funny? What about on top of the Eiffel Tower, he's proposing?
2: Yes. Yeah? I love that, I love oh that. let so start about this. Really? On one knee. <laughs> That's scary. Can you just. Is it? I've never done this before, so. trust me a hand. <laughs>
0: She's put it on my head. She like it on
2: my head. Amazing. Wow. Is it good?
0: It's not big enough.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're talking about the ring, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. I
0: hope it's the ring. Amazing, guys. That's perfect.
1: Um, by the way, Herod... <laughs> Carrot's available for bookings.
0: Carrot, that was some amazing photography, amazing stuff. Work there, you really had the energy going. He's left. He's gone. He's. God, he sounded awful. Awesome. Well, they, they sounded like they were having fun. Um,
1: you know what was a really big positive thing for me hearing her because, like, she was a bit. Oh, I don't know how things are going between us, and we had to have it all out on air. And then her, you know, being able to go, "Hey, how about you get down on one knee and now you're
0: proposing?" Like suggesting yeah. things like that. That sounded really fun. And I'm glad that we got him back on track. But, oh, my God, Matt, if you are listening, stop mentioning her chest. Oh, yeah, he
1: oh does it a God. bit, doesn't he? Yeah. We get it.
0: She's attractive.
1: I mean, he said, he said earlier that that's sort of the place he goes when he gets nervous, and he, it feels like he's been nervous about this for quite some no, time. So benefit if, of the doubt, I don't know.
0: If you're also on the dating apps, like, just, you know, it's nice to let women know you're interested but you say it too many times, like we get it, we heard it the first time, you keep saying it, it makes us think that you're only interested in one thing.
1: Oh, well, hopefully it sort of flew over her head. Yeah. And, you know, we heard a lot of positive things in there. So Seven days. Sounds like we're on, we're on track. Seven days left to make these two fall in love. What will happen next? Do not turn off Mix 94.5 on the Pete and Kimber Show.
0: On this Pete and Kimber podcast, we'll scratch up some of the best bits of the show. Scratch up your share of $9 million with Monopoly Scratch and Win. It's back at your nearest Lottery West retailer. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858.